podcast two four one. You missed out on last week's podcast. It was a uh, Dynamico. Yeah, it was a good podcast. Very good. If you haven't listened to it, uh, stop listening to this one. Go back an episode. Listen to Dynamico. Very very good podcast. Really happy with that one. Uh, lots of good top tips and knowledge. Um, so this week, Barry, I've been getting quite a bit of feedback since we've relaunched and been doing these podcasts. Yeah. Um, everyone loves the informational ones, but there's a lot of information um, over the past 240 podcasts that we've done. Yeah. So people can go and pick and choose. Obviously, we're going to continue with the information. It's what the podcast's about. But from we need to listen to what the people are saying. And we always get a lot of feedback when me and you just jam so when we rant when we rant when we jam when we um go off topic do you think it's funny because a lot of people don't like it's information but you know I listen to I I listen to sorry Steve I listen to podcasts and sometimes it's like computer generated where they're talking about something and they just go on and on and on and on, and they don't stop. So if they're talking about the yeah, so it's the telly, and yeah, that's the remote for the telly. There's that many colours in the telly, and the telly squared, and some some are rectangle, and some are like this, and and you think I have a fucking break, mate. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like have a break. the podcast. Tell is me developing. what's on the fucking telly. Yeah, uh, a really nice house that looks like it's in Romania, and our telly with the mountains in the background. Now it's palm trees with the with the huts and uh, very nice pictures. Reminds me, I'm not going on summer holiday this year. So come on. So. The, when we get really good feedback and the highest, the podcasts that get the highest amount of downloads are the ones where we just, we sort of have general chats. It can be a little bit of talking about growing, can go into a little bit of politics, a little bit about the industry, yeah. go off on a tangent about science. Yeah. So I was thinking, and I'm waiting to, if everyone disagrees and you can, we'll see because you, you just will stop downloading it. But we're going to start talking about topics that we think you're interested in because we've been in the industry for 10 years we know what people are interested in so uh jalal loves carp fishing now we won't come on the podcast and talk about it i've asked them but i know a lot of you as listeners are probably into your fishing uh barry's into his rallying um and i know a lot of people are into your motorsports i'm into me outdoors and i know a lot of people are into the outdoors so <laughs> what do you say, do outdoors breathe it's the last mountain you climb. Sugarloaf Mountain. It's Sugarloaf Hill, Stephen. Sugarloaf Mountain. It's not a mountain. It is. Claims to be a mountaineer, mountain. and you haven't climbed a mountain since I've known you. I have actually. You haven't. I have. You haven't. Just I be have. dead honest I've and say, look, you know, Mrs. Kids' house all got in the way. Snowden. When I was single, I climbed loads, and it's not. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm gonna get back out. It's my reset. It's my proper reset when I when I go walking. Looking forward to doing the Lake District at the weekend. I don't you tell everyone what we're doing at the weekend, but it'll be. Why don't we talk about the partners? Go and on. We'll get into the podcast. You do the partners because you've got a face for radio, and you've got you've got a face for radio. Thank you very much. I have. I'm honest. <laughs> right, our partners, as you all long term listeners will know, and new listeners will not know, our partners allow us to do this podcast. Not only do they make fantastic products that we put our name behind, the Stephen and Barry and MPK name, uh, we guarantee that these products you would be happy with. But not only that, these companies are not on this podcast to try and sell more products. If that's an end result, that's fantastic. They genuinely care about educating end users with proper information. And yeah. by being a part of this podcast, they're saying the they feel like they're involved. They are involved. They're involved and they want to help 
educate end users and that's what it's all about so that's why we take our hats off to our partners and say thank you very much for helping us to talk to end users give us give them their give end users our opinions and just have a great show so without rambling on much longer we have can of liquid nutrients for beginners and for professionals check them out on instagram canna.uk.official or on the website canada-uk.com. And Barry always picks up his phone at this point for the next two minutes. Oh, I've, got, I've got two minutes free while he reads <laughs> out the unbelievable partners. Canna are a fantastic UK company based in Holland, but with branches in the UK. The team is phenomenal. Really, really good people that know their shit. And if you haven't used Nutrient before, we'd recommend Canna. Easy to use. You're going to get great results. Next up is a British company through and through, Autopot. Been going for over 10 years, I'd say, probably 15, 16 years Autopot's been going for. They are in on Instagram, Autopot underscore global or Autopot Cultivation Consultancy. And the website is autopot.co.uk. Gravity fed, no electricity needed, used by one pot growers, four pot growers or 400 pot growers. It's a system that works for everybody and they have a system for everybody, no matter what your particular style of growing is going to be. Fantastic product. Next up is our favourite Austrians, Sunlight, Sunlight underscore LED and Sunlight UK on Instagram. Check them out on their website at sunlight.com. Sunlight are the LED manufacturers. They do not do anything else. Other people manufacture LEDs and HPS and ceramic metal halides. That's the that's pretty much every other company. Sunlight are one of the only companies that specialise in LEDs. So if you're going to get an LED, it's absolutely worth considering going and checking out Sunlight. Extraction, fans, filters, can filter. Erwin underscore can filters or canfilters.nl on Instagram and canfilters.nl on their website. They are your intake, your outtake, your isomaxes, your QMAX silenced fans, your... RVK fans, your Maxvan Pros, your filters, whether they're original or light, they've got something for everybody. Check them out, canfilters.nl, and find out what their solution is for your extraction needs. If you don't want to grow in a room and you want it to be all contained in one single unit environment, then it's got to be a bub box tent. They are at bubboxgrowtents on Instagram and bubboxgrowtents.com is their website. They are the originals, over 20 years experience making tents, silver lined, white lined, thick poles, slightly thinner poles, but still good quality in their light range. Phenomenal people, phenomenal tents. If you're going to buy a tent, you need to check out Bubbox. Gavita are at Gavita International on Instagram and Gavita North America on Instagram as well. Check out their website, gavita.com. Now, for a company that makes all different types of lighting, Gavita are numero uno. They make HPS, LED, ceramic metal halide, plasma, different variations of shades, everything you need to grow with regards to lighting, Gavita will offer you. And there's that much selection. It's, you need to go and check out Gavita.com and see what is the right one for you. And last but by no means least, Garden Culture. 
Garden Culture Magazine on Instagram, gardenculturemagazine.com. They bring everything together. So they talk, they've got phenomenal writers talking about organic growing, mineral growing, how to defeat your pests, how to grow in a cool room, how to grow in a cold, in a warm room. They basically do what we do, but in written format. Pick up a magazine from your local hydro shop or go onto gardenculturemagazine.com and download the the web the website. Go and download the magazine from their website. Save the planet. Coatsy, I'm going to get a bottle of water. You throw the theme tune on. Me and Barry are going to get into uh, the pot today's podcast. See you all in a minute. All good? Ready to go? Turn my voice up a little bit. Oh, God, that everyone watching, the whole family. Are you ready to go? I know people tune in every Sunday to listen, but even when business is good, we still manage to do the podcast. We've had to resort to being animals, drinking out the tap. There's nothing wrong with tap water, lad. I prefer the taste of bottled water. I do, lad, but... What do you think about the chlorine and all of the heavy metals and all that sort of stuff? People who don't drink tap water. To be honest, some of them heavy metals that are in it, we need. We do. We do chlorine, we metals. don't need, but... I don't know whether it's, like, a thing, but... I always just think, I mean, like... Our bodies cope with it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Because I think there's some... You know what what people do is they use a big word, they they extrapolate data from other countries where heavy metals are a problem. America, I think they do have a real problem with heavy metals and they don't filter out properly. And then that happens in America. People kick up a fuss. People in the UK will then go, oh, you can't drink tap water because of the heavy metals. But we've actually got a really good purification process with our water. And if you if you want to, have said this on podcasts before, um, you can actually go onto Google or any other search profile and type in your water source so you can find out where your water yeah, where comes it from. Comes. Where does ours come from in Lake Liverpool? District. Doesn't it sometimes come from Wales though as if well? If there's a, a lack in the Lake District, they can redivert, they can divert and get it from, from Wales. Wales. Yeah. But our water in Liverpool is really good. Good. Like it tastes quite nice to be honest. If you're from Birmingham, Nottingham, London especially, other areas of the country, you've got hard water. And that basically means it's got a lot of calcium in it and you can taste the difference as well. Okay. Doesn't lather up, shampoo doesn't lather up as easily. Um, if you've ever had a shower in London you put your shampoo on trying to get it to lather up it takes ages to get is going is the heavy metals like exfoliate when you're in the bath <laughs> no, in no. The Mi- microscopic they'd be they? I mean, it dissolved in the water but no our water's good um, but I can t- I can taste the chlorine you know from drinking a lot of bottled water now that we're in training you know mode what? I, I, I buy bottled water like but if I'm in the house and that and I haven't got no bottled water I like some people just would fucking die of thirst I just drink water up the tap. Yeah, I've just had the swig. I can taste that chlorine. It doesn't bother me, but I can taste it. Let me see. I've got tap water and bottled water. 
And what what you know what people have said about chlorine in in, in tap water? Uh, it's there to kill any bacteria. Obviously, it does a great job of it. We don't get sick when we have tap water, but it has got a different taste. I'm it sure has. dentists but, have said if you just drink bottled water and you're not super on it with brushing your teeth, the chlorine in the water can actually kill the bad bacteria. It kills all bacteria yeah. in your teeth and can actually help prevent yeah. tooth decay. So it's all. What do you think of this? I've heard people talking about aspartame in like species zinc. Yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it? Artificial sweetener. But isn't it bad for you? It is for some people, yeah. So this is another one. People just love to get all hyped up about. Uh, My background, yes, the reason I feel I can talk about this is I've got a a master's in public health nutrition. Spent two years doing it and learned a lot. Did a lot of digging into into the science. And when people go, oh, you've looked into science, they're biased. Well, actually science on a spa team, there's some science that says a spa team's really bad for you. And there's some science that says it's not bad at all. But what what you do with science and in inverted commas is you get everyone's research, put it all into one bucket and it's called a meta-analysis. So you take all of the studies from a hundred people that have done all studies, 20 of them say a spa team's horrific, it'll cause cancer. 20 of them say it's really bad for you, cause headaches. 40 of them will say it's really, it's not a problem and Ford and... 20 of them never finished the project. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that happens. So you put them all into a bucket and some scientists, some really, the really well-educated ones and the ones that do this type of research, get all of that uh, data, do an analysis called a meta-analysis and they look at all the studies and basically form one big, huge study. The big, huge study of all the little studies says that a spa team is bad for people that are aspartame sensitive. So if you are sensitive to aspartame, you'll get headaches, you'll feel lethargic, you'll feel a bit, depending on how sensitive you are, you'll feel a bit sick of it. If you're not sensitive to aspartame, then you're not going to feel anything. The question is, is aspartame more or less dangerous than sugar? And I've I'd read plenty of articles and sugar's books. Sugar's more. The people, uh, Robert, Robert Ludwig, now, if you're into sugar, we're going, this is what I'm talking about. If going you're off into on. sugar. If you're into like <laughs> this sort of subject, let me, say, this is years ago, I read this book, Robert Ludwig Sugar. I'm just going to Google it because if you're into it, you need to read this book. <laughs> if you're into sugar, it sounded like like a sexy underwear website, like <laughs> My Bay or Love Honey or something. So Robert Lustig, what? Wow. <laughs> it sounded like, my bay or love honey or something you were talking <laughs> about then uh, so Robert Lustig Google him I think it was called Fat Chance The Hidden Truth About Sugar Obesity and Disease written in 2012 I've read it very good I don't cut sugar sugar in most people's opinion is the devil's I don't have it I don't have sugar sauce. in anything I don't have sugar on my cereal I don't have sugar in me it's really bad for you sugar if there was one food type we're not talking about drugs. We're not talking about cocaine or heroin. We're talking about everyday things that you can if buy from food, the supermarket. Yeah. Anything you can go to, I would say sugar is the single worst thing you can buy from the supermarket. I go out on a limb and say that because of what it does to you. If you eat too much sugar, you are going to get type two diabetes. You know what I? And that is really, really. You know bad. what I don't like about like certain things with sugar is like the falseness of it. So I love honey. No. I do. I love, love honey. honey. <laughs> love honey. Yeah, there we go again. It's like such a sexual, sexual into a sexual podcast. This, isn't it? No, but 
people go out and say oh yeah I love honey I buy it and I go which one do you buy and they say that one it's like £2 for the fucking half a litre job I go they tell me I'm wrong that's not honey isn't that like a fake honey like a synthetic honey no but it's been processed massively to remove any type of goodness in it yeah so it's just sugar it's just sugar yeah it's fucking wrong so with sugar there's I buy honey and I buy it from I buy it not even a farm it's a house in Ormskirk in Lancashire. Yeah. And the I got onto him, you know, oh God, no, it's not tasty. I'm lying, it's not Ormskirk. That's the farm sometimes where they get it from. But there's a fella by St. Helens between, if you just come off the East Lanks going towards St. Helens, he's on the lanes. And the only reason I got onto him is he rents trailers out. And now I had a problem with my trailer and was going rallying and I went to rent the trailer off him. I found him on the internet, went to rent it off him. Turned up at his house and was talking to him. I said, fucking hell, fucking bees around here. And he went, no, no, I've got beehives. And I was like, what? And he ended up showing me around his garden. He had a massive, massive house, massive garden, whatnot. And he had all beehives. And he said to me, I said, like, what, what do you do before a hobby? And he went, yeah, he said, I love it. He said, it's a hobby. And then he said, don't get me wrong, I sell the honey as well. And he sells, look, like tubs of honey. And like half decent size, look like a big jar of jam. And I think they were like £1.50. And it was just pure honey right out of the hive. And it yeah. piss all over your manuka honeys to me. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, there it is. You can watch him now scrape it out the hive and it's in the jar and it's yours. Do they say that local honey... Uh, if you uh, eat I it, got it stops no it doesn't doesn't hay fever yeah doesn't doesn't for you You've seen, it doesn't for me it might for other people but I've got a theory on that that bees travel 200 mile a day you're supposed to source local honey that's being pollinated in your area and eat that honey and you become immune to it but if this fucking bee that's nesting in fucking St. Helens has travelled 200 mile it's in fucking Cheshire. It's fucking welfare that it's in Anglesey and then flying home. Then I need to go to Anglesey and get my honey. And I know them bees have gone from Anglesey this morning, left for work at half seven, battered on down to Liverpool, pollinated everything and then they bat on back home. So where does that leave me? How do well, I know which way the fucking bees travelled? I've had to do, I don't know where you source that. I've had to do a little fact check I, I didn't know. So, according to the BBKA, which is the British Beekeepers Association, bbka.org.uk, if you want to check it out, how far does a bee fly and how does it navigate? Distance. It's possible for bees to fly as far as five miles for food. An average distance will be less than a mile from the hive. A strong colony around 60,000 bees, therefore, therefore flies the equivalent distance from Earth to the moon every day. So that's probably where you've seen it. I've just the, 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 uh, the colony can travel 200 miles. Yeah, oh, that's what it is then. Speed, 15 to 20 miles an so hour. So what, they travel five miles from the hive? Yeah, maximum. Maximum. Yeah. But they can go five miles in all directions, it can't they? So yeah, technically, they can yeah. go ten miles away. So if it goes five, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and they use the sun to navigate. Uh, the sun, yeah, they use the sun to navigate. So if you, if people are wondering how they navigate, it's uh, navigation. Time. Bees use the position of the sun to navigate, and there's evidence to of this sensitivity to the Earth's magnetic field. Bees' eyes are sensitive to polarized light, which penetrate through thick clouds, so bees are able to see the sun in poor weather. Yeah, Phenomenal nah, creatures, the bees. I've heard that. That's that's why 
I never went there for that. I went there for the trailer, but when I seen it, I've always gone back there. Even now, I still go back there. I haven't been there for a while, but I need to go back and get more of it. I usually get two or three jars off them. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking, it's like unfiltered and everything, mostly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Stuff. Or it's like, you all can watch and take it right out of the thing and do it. But the um, ah, fucking tried snorting it, dripping it in my eyes, fucking sticking it up my nose, fucking everything. And it didn't help for me, fever, but it tasted fucking amazing. Yeah, you know bee, I mean? bee, bee sugar or bee honey. <laughs> I've had a brain bee fart there. Uh, it's very good for me. I'm just going to look up. So yeah, it is. It's fructose. So getting back to sugars, uh, this applies as well. If you're wondering, fucking they've got off fucking topic here for growing plants. It all applies to the I plants would love as well. A beehive. I would. But I ate bees. Why? I don't eat them. I just ate being stung by the fuckers. I got stung by a wasp on all the first time ever. Stung by a wasp. It fucking killed, and I killed the bastard as well. Yeah, I know, fucking, I just, it died a painful death. I just couldn't have one. You know what I mean? Horrible but thing. I'd love it. So, sugars, sugars are carbohydrates. Yeah, that's the, all the sugar is is a, is a component of carbohydrate. So you have monosaccharides, which is one sugar molecule, and they are your glucose, your fructose, your galactose. They are sugars that get really readily absorbed. So yeah, we're into yeah. our cycle at the moment. Yeah. We're going to be having glucose shots to, yeah. to instantly get our energy up. Yeah. And the brain's main source of energy is also glucose. glucose so we need glucose. That. Disaccharides, di too. Uh, these are two sugar molecules. So a little bit better than, than monosaccharides and that takes longer for the body to digest them. These are sucrose, lactose and maltose. Sucrose, so fructose is the fruit from fruits. Sucrose is sugars that are bonded together. Lactose is milk sugar. Mm. Uh, and maltose is uh, the sugars that you'd get. I'm going to assume malt, barley, wheat, but I don't know that for a fact. Then you have Oligo, oligosaccharides, two to ten sugar molecules, raffinose and stachyose, which I've, I'll be honest, I've never heard of them, but I've heard of oligosaccharides. And then you've got polysaccharides, which is ten or more, which is your starch, your glycogen, and your cellulose. So basically, what I'm saying is um, sugar, in the simplest form, the monosaccharides, really unhealthy for you. The sugar that you buy from the shops and it's crystal and it's white, that is your. Uh, that is your basic raw sugar and will turn to glucose very quickly. Throws up your, get into the science of it dead quick, it throws up your insulin. Your insulin tries to push the sugar into your blood. If you, and then, but once you've had a higher amount of sugar, your body has a crash, your insulin yeah. drops out, you have tired and then to feel energetic yeah. again, you've got to eat more sugar and you end up in a bit of a bad fucking way. Yeah. No, I stay away from it, to be honest with you. Yeah, so stay yeah, away from sugar. Sneaky, I have the sneaky bar of chocolate now and again or the sneaky biscuit and that, but... Like, chocolate's all right. I've, I've gone off. Like I don't. I used to be. I used to be a right bastard for drinking like fizzy drinks and crisps and chocolates and then a, a box of Pringles. I'd nail them. A pop. I opened a packet of biscuits in the house with a cup of tea. That's it. Me to be gone. Do you ever have that with Pringles? Salt and vinegar Pringles. Yeah, and, eat the uh, whole box. And your fucking mouth starts peeling. Oh, Did you get that? Yeah. Your whole your, all, all your gums. Dissolves. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. That, but you can, I can't stop it. Is it true? Same once you pop, you can't stop it, and I can't uh, demolish the box. I heard one of my mates. But I, I try and stay away from. I think it's just because I've got older and I'm nearly at my forties now. I think fucking hell, lie. Like, my body is a temple. Not even that, lad. But I've got kids. Do you know what I mean? So it's like. You've got to draw the line somewhere, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? And I've, I used to have a frame like a racer bike. It might be like, you might think that was untrue looking at me now. But 
I don't think I you've did. ever had the frame of a race of bike. To be honest, the God's day I did, I could eat what I wanted, when I wanted, McDonald's, KFC, full breakfast, what I mean by that is, chocolate. You said you were a, not a bodybuilder, but you said you were... You were a big lad back in the day. You used to smash the gym. Oh, no, no. One point, I, I went through a phase where I must have been about 21, 22, maybe. And I did and nailed the gym for a while and I looked good at it. But like before that and after that, I just went through a phase of two years of it in the gym every day and eating fucking full cooked chickens twice a day and just. I think it's just the people that you surround yourself with and I got into it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I just got into it and I fell off it, do you know what I mean? But I loved it. I did love it, but it was just too much hard work and I think I had kids, I think I had a kid coming on the way there yeah. and my little girl came then and it just all fell out the window. But even after I had my little girl, I just reverted back to just eating shit and easy, I never it? put weight on. I never put weight on. When I was in the gym, I did because I made it the mission that I drink fucking mammoth protein drinks in the morning before I went to bed. Eat fucking chicken all day long stuff. It was an effort just to eat that much, and it did put weight on, and I looked all right for it because I was working hard in the gym. But when I stopped, I sort of lost loads of the weight, and your muscle did two weeks out of the gym. You start your muscle start to go. You know what I mean? It's like if you don't keep on top of it, it does go. You know what I mean? But I went reverted back to eating pure shit. And I never had a belly. And it was only when I got into me... I'm going to say 30s for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early 30s, 31, 32, yeah, 33. Yeah. Creep up on you. I'd eat a Mars bar, mate. And the next day I'd see her on my belly and think, fuck, you know what's happened yeah, here? And yeah. the older I've got, the more... It's like... It's bad metabolism. Yeah. But at the same time, so like... And we're talking about this as well and because a lot of people You're the same listen, as well, Steve. A lot of people yeah. who listen to... I've, I've looked Steve, at the demographics yeah, stopped over talking me because he knows what I'm going to say age. I've given Stephen a lot of shit like I've been going to the gym now for well over a year I go three or four times a week I do other little bits and bobs and I've just got into cycling on one of them racer bikes a proper racer bike I've just got into that and I love it I've always loved bikes whether it be mountain bikes or road bikes or whatever but I've just got into it and I do love it you look like a bit of a cunt like a power ranger out in the lanes and that with all the gear on and all that but I do love it you know what I mean the cardio you get from it's unbelievable and Steve has gone the opposite now you heard him at the beginning of this podcast saying yeah I don't see his public health nutrition Steve fell off about I'd say about 18 months ago no properly fell off five years ago yeah no fell off but we'll stop doing ex proper exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a yeah. But I'd I? say over the past 18 months, and the kid has had a lot on over the past 18 months, and I know what it's like to have a lot on. You don't get time to be healthy and exercise, but he turned into a fucking slob, like eating pizzas every day. No. Fast. Not don't quite. lie. Take away once a week. Let's be honest. No. Come on, Steve. Let's take be away honest. Once a week. No. It wasn't in no. that one two takeaways a week. He, he was eating shit. Let me tell you, I used to call him for the past for the past six months. He's never had a belly steak and I've been calling him a slob because he got a pure coggies or something. Chippy tits. Chippy tits. Everything, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And he's just this past 
three or four weeks, you can see a bit of a difference in him belly-wise and he's being on board the road bike and he's out getting the miles in and he's eating healthy. And do you feel better for it now, Steve? Well, that's what I'm going to say. Is like, Or oh, have you just done no. it so I don't hell you every day? No. As you know, I couldn't give a fuck what you think. And yeah, whatever. As, as anyone who knows I me changed knows. your life. As me absolutely me. fucking bullying you. It's changed so you admit you're a bully. I'm a bully. <laughs> Only to you, though. It's done out of love. Uh, what was I saying? So the reason we're talking about this is the demographic of this podcast is lads our age, late 20s to, to early 40s. That's the majority of our listeners, even around the world. And I was absolutely bang into me fitness. I've ran marathons, half marathons. I've done tough mudders. I was training for the Royal Marines oh, 15 years ago. Uh, and then, like this, you know that something's come up recently, which is called the four fire burners, the four stoves, and I'll tell you about that. But now, as a sort of, as a met Thomas got into business and started building businesses and having a family, you can't keep everything going. You can't keep all the plates spinning. No. And you've got to take priorities. Everyone would say your health should come first, but it doesn't because it's... Keeping a roof over yeah, your head and looking after you. Over your yeah. head, looking after your Paying family. Bills. Friends go out the window a little bit. I'm lucky. Uh, not including you, Barry, but I work with my friends. Come on, just admit it. You can admit it first. You can admit. Look at him. You can admit. Yeah, I love you. You know what I do. You can admit it. Health take took a down to it does. And so I'm speaking because I feel like a lot of people appreciate this and 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 benefit from this. I am quite open with one of my biggest not flaws, but I suffer with rosacea, which is if you if you've never seen or heard of it, basically. It's a red nose and the redness goes underneath your eyes and cheeks, just permanent redness there. And I've tried every cream, every face wash, cleaning my face five times a day, not not washing my face for a week just with water, nothing got rid of it. And lad, just yeah. for the sake of the podcast, what does my skin look like yeah, now? Yeah, atrocious. <laughs> I've been, that I've been training for four weeks to do this Coniston challenge and also me and Barry have got a little side hustle challenge on. I've been... Not training hard, going mad, but I've been out on the bike and no, been getting the miles in. Just I've been doing, sweating, I've been yeah. skipping, I've been drinking loads of water because I don't want to get in. I've stopped drinking beer, so I don't really know what it is. I don't know if it's... I haven't drank... I've had one or two glasses, but I haven't drank beer for nearly no, a month. I think I'm it's just loads of water. It's because I'm sweating loads, but my skin looks well better. I feel well better. Like people know, I'm not I'm not shy with it. I do. I I've got something called high function anxiety, which means you'll never ever know it. I'm not shy in public. You'll never really know it if unless you really know me. But I felt that that sort of been reduced I think when, it, as I'm exercising you, as well. Yeah, because you're exercising, you're tiring yourself out. You don't get time to be anxious. Yeah, <laughs> it but is. it is. It's true. It, yeah. it puts the endorphins into your body. Your endorphins counteract any of the anything that's producing what would be called anxiety and you feel well better for it. So basically what I'm saying is I used to be a big runner. I, I do love running, but it fucking knackers you running. Like from the minute that you take off, you get you hit the wall within a few minutes in running and you got to push through it, run, run, run. Your heart's exp- like going for it and it's hard work. You get in and you're fucking knackered. You know what's boss about cycling? And I think I'm gonna st- I'm gonna still run because I I, I want to do a little bit of running. But with cycling, it doesn't impact your knees. So yeah. as you get older, that's why I I'd love to be a runner, but I couldn't be because I've I've, I've had a little go with it and I can feel the weight of me on my knees. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
I can't do it because it mentally breaks me. It just, I, I get on a running machine and after five minutes, my body doesn't let me down. I can keep going, I can power through it. You know what I mean? My yeah. actual body and my muscle or whatnot doesn't let me down. My mind lets me down because I think, this is absolutely shit. Oh, I had that to you today. And if you're 80, it's hard to conquer it. Yeah, well, I, I loved running because I used to do marathons and I, I know but I, I, knew your what mind to expect. Now, I? I knew what to expect at the end of a run. At the end of a run, you have a massive endorphin rush. Like you get home, you catch your breath, like you cool down a little bit and you have a proper good half an hour feeling amazing. Like it deep the run yeah. from the endorphins from running. Cycling, you get, you do get them. Not as much, but you do get them. But cycling, there's no impact on your knees. You can explore as well. Do you, with yeah. a run, you really, you're not going to go much further than five miles. Yeah. Um, if you do, it's like you're training for marathons. With cycling, I did 22 miles the other day. Left ours, went through the lanes, went all the way down over the East Lanks into Ormskirk, back round through the lanes into Kirby, right round all that perimeter road through Prescott. And it was it was tough. But I had a pro- it was a boss yeah. little journey. You don't get that with running. And I know what you say. You don't love it, though. You don't love it. I'm going to beat you because I love it. And lad, you know when I'm getting on that bike now, See, you I love can it. feel a big smile on my face yeah. going, oh, this is great. It's great. I do. I genuinely love I used to be banging to me mountain bikes and I used to have a few people who I'd go out with. And I used to love it to the point where it was always me sorting it out, but it never bothered me because I'd be the one to ring everyone on a Monday night and go, we're out on Wednesday, yeah, 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 we're going to Wales or we're going to Delamere and we'll go and do fucking 20 miles on the mountain bikes up there or we'll go there. And everyone would go, yeah, yeah, it's sound, sound. It was always me sorting it out. And one week I left it and no one sorted nothing out. I thought, fucking knobs. So I phoned them all and said, yeah, yeah, we out. And I had to be honest, lad, they come bikes on a flat tire. They can't be asked me, you know, and they all just fell off. And I was on my own then and I went out a couple of times because I did love it anyway. I loved the fitness out of it anyway, even if it was just on the road, on my mountain bike, like going through the lanes and whatnot. But it does become a little bit boring. If you've got someone with you, it's well better. Well, look, you know, you know I mean? once this challenge is I'm over. I'm made up. You love it because now it's something to, not something to do, but you enjoy it more when you're with someone because you can go. You push 12, as well. not even that, not even about pushing. I think that just comes with time, your distances and that, you know what I mean? I, I enjoy it more. So I think more so than anything, you can, you can get on the, on the old bike and you can go 12 mile. You can stop a somewhere and have a little glass of whatever and then get back on the bike. You know what I mean? No, don't wine. You? He's, he's mean and nah, wine. I don't mean wine. I mean, like, you could stop and just have a drink and just enjoy the scenery, you know what I yeah. mean? And take 10 minutes to catch your breath and check your bike and come on, let's get back on. Let's go there and there and there and then let's go through this way and through that way and boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. You do, you enjoy it when you're with someone more. It's like going to gym. If you go to gym on your own, it's good. You love it but it's not the same feeling. Like, I go to a gym three times a week now. Sometimes I'll go a little bit more. And sometimes when I go in, I know on certain days when I go to the gym at seven o'clock in the morning, I don't go to a big JD gym or a fucking pure gym. I go to a rag-ass gym, like a man's man's gym where you go in it smells like fucking men. You know what I mean? It's one of them <laughs> gyms, you know what I mean? And sometimes I go in and I'm not early. I have to turn the lights on in there because no one's in there. And when you're doing the weights and whatnot, you think to yourself, oh, I, I do get it and I love the gym and I'll go. 
oh, I wish there was people in here because even if you didn't speak to them or you didn't know them and they're all doing weights and da 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 da, it gears you on. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're on your own in the gym and you've had to go in and turn the lights on, turn the radio on and all that, sometimes it's a bit, oh, it, it can feel a bit like a chore, like you're in there, even though I like it, like doing it, it can feel like a chore. Where if there's more people in the gym, it sets an atmosphere. Yeah. And it's, the same with, to... it's the same with cycling. You know, once this little competition's over with, it keeps train. going on. Tell them about the competition because you keep going on. I've no, told, I've told you them last, last week. Did you? Oh no, the week before when I, when I was on the podcast with you, I said we're training for we're training for Coniston, and then have you told them about Coniston? Yeah, well, yeah. Coniston. Uh, you know what? By the time this podcast goes out, it will we'll have done, done it. it. But we'll, we'll be in bed because you listen to it on a Sunday. We finish yeah. on the Saturday. We'll be fucked in bed. The uh, I, like I am competitive from. Back in school, I used to I used to swim for Liverpool. I've I've had uh, I had what's his name? What do you call him? Trials for England. Me me swimming partner was Michael Rock, who actually went to the Olympics. So from when I was like eight, I I've done competitive sports with swimming, running, cricket, football, violins, violins. Yeah, competitive violin and super tough sports. <laughs> I've never played violins before. Anyone doesn't get the humour there. Um, I'm a competitive person mm. in everything that I do. So I challenged Barry and uh, fair play to him. I fucking got a bit ahead of myself. I was like, 50 miler. And thank fuck we talked ourselves down because I've done 22 miles. I know thought, what miles looks like on a bike because I've done it. And I haven't been on a mountain bike for ages. I've literally only just got the road bike. I've, Steve's done more miles than me. I've only done probably in the past week, I think I've done... 30 odd miles he's probably done about 50 mile on his bike and he's fell in love with it but I I was half thinking Steve's just a commuter wanker one of them that you see who looks like a school teacher on the bike in the mornings because he come to work a couple of times on it and I was thinking ah, he doesn't like it he's just using it to commute here but now he stopped commuting on it and said no I like it so I'm happy that he's put it to bed coming to work because I think if you were on it a bit too much you wouldn't go out on it on the weekends on a I'm nice Sunday I'm still going to commute every again yeah be nice but you end up falling out of love with yeah, it because you're yeah. constantly on it where you'll look you're not forward you'll look forward on a Friday after work saying to me yeah we're going to go out on Sunday then we'll even if we put them in the car we can go somewhere yeah. somewhere nice like go over to Cheshire somewhere and we'll map a route and we'll do it so I'm glad you do like it but the 50 mile did you get you me know, shorts do you know I haven't been back to Aldi yet Aldi do the best cycling shorts I only went there for my food on Monday yeah. uh, the reason I said 50 miles is because my brain sometimes thinks that I'm still 26 and, and when I was 26 I was running marathons doing tough mothers he come in the shop he come in the shop in the morning he come in the shop in the morning yeah that's it he'd only been on the bike once that's it what do you want a competition I went oh, here we fucking go here he is big balls Go ahead, yeah, Sam. What you want to do, lad? You know what I mean? Yeah, but 50 miles on the bike. I went, lad, just bring yourself in, mate. I know what 50 miles looks like on a bike. And to be honest, I don't think either is it will get there. Let's I've done. bring it right down and do the 30 mile because the 50 mile cycle in one sitting, it's a tough one, lad. It's a tough one. But I've done it. You haven't? You've just done 50 mile overall. Nah. You've done a just 50. Just for the 96. No, you. When I did the Justice for the 96 bike ride, remember I talk about the Jack and Jill Hill mm. and I had to get off the bike because I was running marathons, I was doing tough mudders. I was you can't get off a road bike then though. And how old were you? Uh, two, ten, what's that, 12 years ago? So 
early 20s. 24, 20, 24. 24, 24 so you're in your prime, weren't you? you fitness have, prime, yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to beef on you. You well, hadn't sat in I'll an office this for as well. fucking eight years. I was years. running marathons, I was doing half marathons. Yeah, so you were banging models, into but it. But I didn't do any bike riding. I thought yeah, but you're fitness still had, is transferable. Nah, it's not. It's not, not on a bike. But you were at the end of the game, you had a good level of base fitness. I did 96 kilometres. I got off the bike because I just didn't have the leg power. Um up that Jack and Jill Hill but I finished it 59.65 miles yeah. 96 kilometres is so I've looked at that and thought yeah 60 miles did 22 you. miles the other night and thought wow yeah. I nearly asked us to do that again and, and another 6 more. miles so a 30 mile is hard it's hard I know. We, we, you know I started getting like my legs started tingling I've, I've started you know where I get it you know your calf muscle yeah, yeah. and you're on the little muscle yeah, that's yeah. I don't know what it's called you have a little muscle I get it in that yeah. I get it in that that's well, where I get it but I half think that as well is because the bike's pretty new to me I need setting up on the bike I think that's got something to do with that maybe when I do a full rotation of the pedal me legs not extending all extending the way extending all the way I think it still could be a bit bent or something do you know yeah. what I mean and to be honest I think my seat needs adjusting backwards to be honest you can get someone out now Someone was telling me the other day you can get someone out and they come out and spend about an hour and a half with you, put it on a stand and they fit you to the bike. So they adjust the handlebars, the seat, up and that because the seat goes up, down, back, front, the handlebars, rotate under and over and go up and down and you get fitted to your bike so you're in a perfect position. Because if you don't, you do do get cramps and bad backs and stuff like that. What I'm looking forward to is Jay Highlight loves his bikes. Adam from Dutch Pro loves his bikes. If there's anyone listening as well that loves road biking, send us a message because there's this app that everyone's on, even the Tour de France called Strava. And once this competition that me and Barry are doing is finished and we're mates again, um, we're all going to add each other on Strava. And you you can do a route and challenge each other. So you do things yeah. like, and so you can do the fastest time up one stretch. I'm looking it's forward, to be honest, I'm looking forward to this Coniston. It's not really, it's called a Coniston Challenge, but it's not a, a first place. You've got to get, you've got to run them out and race the bikes and fucking race on the rower. It's just complete it, you know what I mean? It's, and you get a certain time on each activity, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I so am. how do we, like... People listening, and they've said they enjoy our little banters and our little updates. What what we've just spoke about, how do we apply it to growing plants? What I would say, and I'm I'm, I'm stretching, I'm reaching here, is that adapt to circumstances. So now I've adapted from running because I'm not fucking 22 anymore to cycling. Um, and what I would say is, if adapt like just because you've always had great results with hand feeding maybe your life you've got kids now you've got a missus that wants your home you haven't got all the time in the world to spend with your plants and hand feeding them oh get, a, get an auto pot don't waste your time hand feeding go and buy a gravity fed system and spend that extra time in the gym <laughs> yeah <laughs> right adapt that's what I've done yeah. I've adapted I've gone to the bike it's better for me it's a bit more enjoyable less pressure on my knees I've adapted my fitness to my needs and I've got my mates that are doing as well so it's good to get out and do stuff with your mates so on that note as well is if you're most people enjoy your own plants and some, some people love their alone time but it is good when you do it 
with your mates as well. And yeah. you'll have like a bit of a competition. You can grow the biggest tomato, the hottest chili, just the biggest plants. Like talk to your mates as well. And, and a it's bit also, of competition. if you look at it, it's, it's good to try something new and get out your comfort zone as well. Definitely. I've just been listening to a podcast Josh had done on in the office where it said, if you're always remaining, you, if you always do the same things you've always done, You'll get the same outcomes that you've always had. If you want to achieve different things, if you want better results from your plans... You've got to move with the times, haven't you? You've got to put yourself under a bit of pressure. You've got to move out your comfort zone. You've got to do different things. If you stick with the same old, you're just going to get the same old results. And that's what I'd I'd apply to it, to you growing. Um, Give them a top tip. What we've talked about, we've talked about water, talked about sugars, we've talked about fitness (laughs) so take something from that and apply it to plants for a top tip fucking hell that's a hard one isn't it I'll give you one feed your plants sugary water and make sure that the fish cycle (laughs) cycle to your allotment and cycle cycle train train your plants train your plants if you just let your plants grow and you feed them shit then they're going to have rosacea on their faces (laughs) and they're going to be fat slobs that enjoy the takeaways train them do a bit of bending like we talked about, was it last week? A bit of stretching. Bit of, yeah, advanced growing techniques. Mm. Um, do that to your plants and you'll get a better, thicker stem, flatter plants. Let's just be honest, Steve. We've just had a right old rant on a podcast. Not a rant, but just a normal Django. We're trying to apply it to plants and it's not going to work. It's not really working. <laughs> for us, is it? So that's a little test. Today's mm-hmm. podcast is a little test. Did you enjoy this podcast? I like these podcasts. You know what podcast I like? We used to do one years ago and... But we used to have more people on it then. There was me, you, Thomas. There was a few other reps on, but they were unselected reps who we knew we could tease and manipulate. Yeah, yeah. We knew they were into conspiracies. And we should go back to having that one where it's the late night podcast. Yeah. Well, where it's when, when, maybe once a month, once every two months where we get on, but but we're on a live for two hours where we have a little scan and I'll let you have a little beer and we just talk about everything. You know what I mean? Three, four. Five. Right. So if we looked at it as seasons, so we do 52 podcasts in a year, or we try to so every not include COVID. So every 50 pod, 50th podcast is a season. So I might start talking about them in seasons. Season one. So we're on season five now. We're just coming to the end of season five. In September, we're going to start season six. And we just want to have a bit more fun with the podcast. We want to like, we know that growers listen to us to get advice. But we also know from the messages that you all send in that you love the banter between, you love the banter between me and Thomas. You love the banter between me and Barry. Um, and you enjoy that. It makes sort of breaks it up. And then a load of people messaging going, you know, when you talk about space, it, well, it sent me head west. See, I, loved, that, I loved that. That used to be one of the topics where like, we'd just go on a rant and go, well, what's beyond the stars? Well, so, wanna, so if you go past the stars, what's there? Yeah, so I want to talk yeah, a little no bit more. No one can answer it. I want to talk about subjects that I know that growers are into, like some conspiracy theories. Well, majority will always be about growing and how to grow plants. That's where we come from. We're not going to move away from it. But just every now and again, talk about a bit of science, a bit of space, a bit of conspiracy fucking, theories. always bring science back into it. Yeah, always bring science. I'm science, well, Steve. We'll, um, we'll we need to have a few of them, don't we? So let us know if you hated this podcast... Let us know if you really enjoyed this podcast. Let us know, and we can do we can develop it more so that more people enjoy it. Barry, I'm off to do a thirty miler. Yeah, I fucked up. I, I am. I am. No, I'm you've still got a bit ankle. of a belly. I know. I have shown you. you. I know. Oh fucking hell! When she do.
Nah, it's not that bad. That's because I'm sitting down there. <laughs> right. She's uh, all right. She's you're going to be right. ripping your pants as well, mate. I know. Yeah, why are you looking Barry there, Bulge. I'm worried about you. <laughs> See you all next week. In a bit. Podcast 242. And we'll be back with some growing tips. See you soon. Bye-bye.